Hello and welcome to the ETOF21 Sports Podcast. I'm your man Eric, the man behind ETOF21 Sports. You can find my work at ETOF21 Sports on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm not going to lie, I'm slowly starting to like making those TikTok videos. Also, you can check out every horse racing on ETOF21 Sports underscore horse underscore racing on Instagram. We had a great day yesterday hitting plus 5.8 units. I'll be posting all my horse racing stuff for free, all my win bets. I'm not going to lie, it's starting to feel like sports are coming back. German soccer came back today. We are three deep in plays. Again, all my plays are going to be posted for free until June 1st, until I start charging for memberships, just trying to help you guys out. We got plays tonight for the UFC. I'll be talking about those plays later in the podcast. And we have NASCAR. NASCAR's back tomorrow. And I've posted two NASCAR plays I like. Golden Gate opened up on Thursday. Santa Anita yesterday. Churchill Downs. So stuff, stuff starting to open up, and it feels good. It feels good to have some homework to get done. Press for time to get all of the research done. I like the grind. I, I, I'm liking the feeling. It's also important to note that Arizona and Florida have opened up for sports. And I expect that Texas is going to follow suit. So the NBA... NHL and MAB are right around the corner. So it's it's starting. The whole process is starting for sports to start coming back. I'm going to be giving out my UFC plays for the day. I'm also going to be talking about why I'm starting to come the opposite side of the spectrum against the Cowboys, why I'm not really starting to like the Cowboys. And also an interesting thought about dating apps. I'm going to be talking about those. Also, I had a couple of you DMing me and asking me for my thoughts on the NFL schedule and, and future bets. I was on the That's What G Said podcast hosted by Gino Bacala this past week. Part one was released on Thursday. Part two is going to be released, I believe, on Tuesday. And I give my thoughts on every team. But when I look at a schedule, I look at stuff differently. Yes, I have future bets, and I'll give you my future bets, but that's based on what the team is building and how good I think the team will be, not what their schedule is. When I look at a team's schedule, I look at situational spots. I'm going to be looking to fade them. I'm going to be looking at situational fantasy plays. And I'm going to be looking at what their ceiling is and what their floor is. Because the whole thing is with the NFL, the NFL is such a week-to-week league You have to be careful when you start playing all 16 games and you can just fall off the ledge. Case in point, I mean, look at Arizona's schedule. People are going through Arizona's schedule. If Arizona goes 1-2 and or 0-3, their season is completely different if they go 2-1 and or 3-0 like some people are saying. So you have to kind of be careful when you're looking at these schedules because it's such a week-to-week league. Everything can change. All right, let's get started. I'm going to talk about dating apps first. Okay, so let's start talking about dating apps. So I'm single. I'm ready to mingle. My friends always kid me because the crazier the girl is and the worse she is for me, that tends to be the girl that I end up falling for and end up dating. So I haven't been dating for a while. My friends have been on me to like, you know, got to get back out there. So I decided to upload (laughs) these dating apps. I uploaded a couple of them, like two of them, and oh my God, I'm starting to notice there's a couple different people that are on there for, there's the woman that just got out of marriage and she's looking to get back in the world. 
I've matched with a couple of those, very nice in our little discussions back and forth, but you can tell they really aren't used to the dating world and it's kind of, the interaction's kind of, kind of, I don't even know the word to describe it, kind of funny and they're like are really struggling to talk to the guy. I mean, those are fine. I mean, they're nice. I've matched with a nice one and we're talking back and forth. There's the person that is too good for any guy she matches. This girl has the high opinion of herself, thinks she's Halle Berry, but she's not. I've matched with two of those ladies, and needless to say, I just deleted them. I mean, they're just not worth the time. There's my favorite, the woman that is just looking to go to the boneyard because she is horny during the quarantine. Unfortunately... I have seen a couple of those, but I haven't matched with any of those. I would love to match with one of those women and, uh, you know, see what happens. Wink, 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 wink. And there is a new one that I am noticing. There is the person that I moved in with because of COVID-19 too soon. And I'm secretly finding out I hate this person. Or this person has a bad habit that I don't like. And that's the majority of the people. Out of the four, there's the majority of the last one I just talked about. So I'm telling you guys, if you guys are single, this is the time right now to load up one of those dating apps. Because there's going to be an influx of women on those. And, you know, they're going to be right for the pickings. I haven't been on a dating app in a while. The last time I was on a dating app was a couple years ago, and it's a funny story. So I met this girl at a bar. I lived behind a bar, and I went there all the time. So I went up, matched with this girl. We went there, and this girl, she seemed fun. She seemed like she liked to travel. She had all these pictures about her all over the world. So I get there. We start talking, and she told me she had this like high-end sales job. So the more we start talking, she gets two glasses of Chardonnay deep, and she tells me that she doesn't have a job anymore, which is fine. I get it. You know, stuff happens. But the one thing this COVID stuff has taught everyone, hey, we're expandable in our jobs. So, but that this was a couple years ago. She told me she got laid off. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's fine. And then she told me she lived at her parents' house. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But it's like everything she had told me about what she did for a living, what she liked to do, it was just completely false. And she started drinking more and more and more. So we got to the end of the night, and I'm like, do you want to ride home? Do you want me to walk you to your place? You know, my car is here. We can walk to my place. I'll give you a ride home. Or if you're close, I'll walk you. She goes, oh, no, I live a block away. I'm like, do you want me to walk you? She's like, no, 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 I'm fine. So we walk out the back of the bar, said our goodbyes. I don't even... I'm trying to remember, I think I gave her like one of those half hugs when you like kind of lean in and give her the shoulder. It was, it was kind of weak, a poor effort on my part. But anyway, you know, I went home and no one saw me. I didn't talk to anyone, didn't call anyone, just went home, went to bed. Woke up the next day and it was a Thursday night that we went out. Went up, woke up the next day, did my thing. And then Friday at the same bar was fish fry. All you eat fish fry. And me and my, me and my boys always went to that. And um, so I go there, and the bartender, Tracy, I became friends with, she comes up to me. She's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. You'll never guess what happened. Like, what? She goes, remember the girl you were here last night with? 
They go, yeah. She goes, her mom came in and she never came home. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, her mom came in. She never came home. She wanted to see the security camera to see who she was with. I told her I wouldn't give it to her unless the police were there. So she went, she got the police, the police came back. Police, the mom, and Tracy start looking at the security camera footage. And Tracy's like, oh, that's Eric. Eric's here all the time. You know, he's harmless. I've known him forever. And the mom's like, well, this is the last person to see my daughter. I want you guys to talk to him, referring to the cops. Because all the security footage saw was us walking to the back, and then that's it. There's no camera outside the bar. I went to the left. She went to the right. So when the cops are getting my contact, my phone number from Tracy, the mom's phone rang and the mom just goes, oh my God, we found her and left. And then I have no idea what happened. That's it. I've never seen the girl. She, just, The mom just bolted. But the whole thing is the last time I was on a dating app, I almost became a 48 hour mystery because no one saw me. I mean, granted, they probably could have used my phone and everything to pin my location. But legitimately, like you guys watch Dateline or those 48 hours, I could have been on one of those episodes. So thus, after that time with that girl whose name I'm totally spacing on, I have retired from dating apps, but I'm I'm coming out of retirement. So uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Any good um, interactions with a female, I'll let you know, or any good replies or any good dating stories as soon as this lockdown happens, I'll definitely keep you guys in the loop. All right, so now I'm sure most of you guys are here for the UFC stuff. Let's jump into the UFC plays. All right, so the first bet is Hill plus 290, winning by decision. I found the line on five dimes. Hill has been looking better and better lately, and Claudia has been looking worse and worse. Hill's been pushing the pace in her fights, doing a good job to defend the takedowns, and when she does get caught on her back, she's doing enough to find a hole to be able to stand up. I expect Claudia to start well, start fast, but I really have to question her gas game. Hill will weather the storm for the first round, and then her cardio will take over, and she'll be able to win rounds two and three and get the win by decision. So that's Hill plus 290 via decision, risking 1U to win 2.9U. Next play is Barboza plus 223 by decision. I was able to find this line on bookmaker.eu. Barbosa is the best fighter in just face, and that's by far. He has better cardio, Barbosa, and Barbosa has the tools that will give Ange trouble with the pace that he fights at and also the quality of his jab to keep Ange at bay. Barbosa is savvy enough to outpoint, outgrind, get him down to the ground, and grind out the decision here. And plus, the price, 223 is just way too juicy to pass up. So I'm taking the plus 223 by decision, risking one unit to win 2.23 units. The next one we are on is Vera plus 165 and Vera plus 685 via decision. The Vera money line is risking one unit. The prop of decision is risking half a unit. Vera is good at the mat in terms of grappling, and grappling is... Ye Dong's weakness. Ye Dong has a bad quality of being too overconfident in his fights, and Vera has been looking better and better in each of each his fights. I just don't see how Vera is going to let Ye Dong just get inside and do damage. I see Vera grappling, getting into the mat, and just grinding out a decision victory. 
if he does happen to catch him, that's why I back, backed it up with the money line. But I just think Vera's going to just be able to grind away a victory on the mat with his grappling skills. So Vera plus 165, and Vera by decision plus 685. The next fight we're on is Matt Brown plus 137. An up-and-cumper thrown into a cage with Matt Brown. I will take Matt Brown all day. Brown is going to apply constant pressure, and he just has too much power to for him to lose the fight. Plus, his Muay Thai game is very underrated. I see Brown winning and just putting on a bloodbath against the kid. I'm on Brown plus 137, risking one unit to win 1.37 units. All right, so that's it for the UFC action tonight. We have four fights that we're circling in on with five wages. On my website, there is a link to my spreadsheet for my year-to-date for the UFC. UFC year-to-date is plus 14.26U. I have everything broken down by decision props in the in the distant props, money line, over-unders, the whole thing. And one quick thing, I see all these people giving out plays and saying how good they are. If the person's going to supply a spreadsheet, they're full of shit. I said it. If they are not supplying a spreadsheet with their year-to-date depicts, they're full of shit. And all these people saying they do this, they do that, show a spreadsheet. I'm showing a spreadsheet. Where's your spreadsheet? I'm putting my work out there. Where's your work? If I lose and have a negative ROI, you can look at my spreadsheet for horse racing. There's tracks I have a negative ROI, and I'm putting it out there. I don't hide. But there's tracks I have a very good ROI. There's some weeks I lose, some weeks I win. I mean, it's looking I'm going to have a negative record on German soccer today. It's looking like I'm going to go one and two, losing one unit. Am I going to hide? No, I'll still post it because I have nothing to hide. I'm honest with you guys. But there's a lot of people out here that are honest. And they're just trying to scam you guys for money. So just make sure you're looking at that spreadsheet that I do post with the ROI year-to-date. So now... When I work out in the mornings, I just start thinking. Like, I run a lot. And the other day, I was thinking about the Cowboys. And here are my thoughts about the Cowboys. At first, after the draft, I was really impressed what they did. They added some DBs I liked in the draft. They added the pass rusher from Utah, Bradley Anai. They drafted C.D. Lamb, who a lot of people are very high on. They got the center from Wisconsin, the stakeover from Frederick. But the more and more and more I start thinking about it, I'm starting to go the opposite way on the Cowboys. So let's start with the quarterback position. Number one, if you were to look at the team last year, what was the one position that kind of held them back? I'd say Prescott, the quarterback. Now, he's not even in camp right now, and they signed Andy Dalton. And don't get me wrong, I think Dalton is vastly underrated from the Cincinnati days. I mean, to have a winning record in Cincinnati with Marvin Lewis as your coach is very impressive. But he never got them over the hump. I mean, I think he's better than Tannehill. I think he's better than Carr. I think he's better than Mariota. But I don't think he's that person that's going to take you over the hump unless he has the right pieces around him. But I don't think he's better than Prescott. And then now you look at their offensive line, which has been their strength. They've had injuries on the front, and their Frederick, who is the key to the whole thing, because he was a center position, he just retired. So I always rank offensive lines, because I'm a very big offensive line and defensive line person for fantasy football and also for betting-wise. And 
they historically have been one on my list. They're down at six this year. So that's a huge downgrade for that offensive line. Now let's look at Zeke Elliott. Zeke Elliott, he's a little chunkier. And he wasn't as good as he was in years past last year. Maybe it was the holdout. Maybe he came into camp out of shape. But once that kid gets paid, once a young kid gets paid, how much does their worth ethic change? Coming into in shape? I, I don't think so. So he's out of shape. And then let's look at C.D. Lamb. You have C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Amari Cooper. That's three square pieces with no triangle piece. Who's going to play the slot? Amari Cooper? Who? C.D. Lamb? I mean, which one of those guys are going to play in the slot? I don't know. It's not. I, I guarantee it won't be Gallup. So between Cooper and Lamb, it's going to be one of those two. So they're going to kind of be out of position. And now let's look at the defense. They lost Quinn. So, and now don't get me wrong, I love Bradley and Eve. They got the kid from Utah. Is he going to be able to constantly supply pressure rushing the quarterback? I don't know. I don't think so. Because I believe every offensive line in the AFC East has gotten better and won't be giving up as many sacks. I mean, Haskins is young He because he's an idiot. He may give up some, but that's just one team. Giants offensive line is better. Eagles offensive line will be better. Then let's look at their secondary. It's young. There's some young kids in that secondary. So the more and more I'm starting to look at the pieces they have, I'm starting to, to second-guess themselves myself with on them. They're minus 123. Minus 123 just to win the NFC East, which is insane. And now let's start thinking about Mike McCarthy. My whole thing is, is when a coach hasn't been around the game, how much is he learning? I know someone said he started to work at Pro Football Focus, but how much work was McCarthy really doing? When you're not around the game, you tend to not be educated with what's going on. So did he take that year away from the game and learn? I'm thinking no. And then you look at their schedule. There's first three games. They could be 0-3 to start the season. They have at the Rams, Sunday night football, Rams opening up a new stadium. The Falcons, who are going to be tough, the Falcons have a great offense. I really think Matt Ryan is insanely undervalued this year. And then on the road at Seattle. They could be 0-3 and, and out of the out of it. If you start 0-3, you're not making the playoffs. Even in the crappy NFC East, you're not making the playoffs. So the more and more I just start thinking about this team, the more I'm starting to question how good they're going to be able to do. Well, that's it today for the ETOF 2-1 Sports Podcast. You know, loaded day of sports. It looks like we're going to lose one unit on German League Soccer, unfortunately. All my horse racing stuff is up for Tampa Bay, Churchill Downs, and Gulfstream Park. The West Coast tracks, those don't start until 2.30 Chicago time and 2.45 Chicago time, respectively. I will put up those plays around 2. Got to wait to see what the scratches are and how the track is and everything, all that good stuff. So make sure you check out etof21 underscore horse underscore racing for all those picks. And 
make sure that you keep checking the Instagram page and the Twitter page for the free plays. I'm Like I said, I'm going to be giving out free plays all the way to June 1st just to help you guys make up some money. And then packages will start shaping in. My spreadsheets for my year-to-date, all that stuff can be on my web, is on my website, etof21sports.com. Check that out if you want to see how my work has been for the year. Also, make sure you check out the That's What G Said podcast. As soon as he posts that, I'll have the link up in my bio for the second part of the podcast where I break down the teams. And, you know, I know the country's starting to open up, but let's, let's not be dumb. Let's not go out there, be face-to-face with people and everything, and let's try to keep our social distancing. I'll get swiping on those dating apps. If I have any stories, I'll let you guys know. Stay safe. Be well. Don't drink too much. I will see you guys Monday.